Well, it's good to see you all this morning, and uh, we are just thankful to God for some wonderful things that He has been doing really through you, and uh, one of the things we want to mention is the generosity on your part of the Christmas offering. It was really wonderful what we could do for others as well as what needs to be done here in our church. I think that's going to appear on the screen there some way, and uh, then also, uh, we just want to uh, remind you of what this whole series is all about. Uh, that's going to appear on the screen there in a minute, I believe, too. Um, so uh, it's about connection and uh, living together. And I really can't emphasize quite enough how uh, important it is, if you weren't here last Sunday, that you watch that online because it is so critical to everything else that's going to be talked about in relation to connection. And there's some very, very fundamental and important uh, scripture that was talked about last week that we want you to be sure and be able to get into your thoughts and into your hearts. And we just are so thankful for the great work that uh, Pastor, uh, uh, Pastor Mike has been doing as the head of the Connection Ministry. Pastor Mike and his team, and you will see a lot of stuff out in the lobby after the service concerning this whole idea of connection. And it is critical and important beyond anything that I could ever say. But the Bible just continually emphasizes the importance of us all being connected one with the other and connected with the Lord. Do you know that we were really created for that kind of connection. Because God said, it's not good that man be alone. It wasn't just talking about a spouse, husband and wife, but it's not good that we be alone and we be disconnected. So everyone truly, whether you realize it or not, has a longing for belonging. And if that longing is not being dealt with and met and responded to, then Something is missing that's going to keep us from a lot of good that God has for all of us. So there's just so many ways the Bible talks about connection, 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 connection. I mean, God comes at it from every angle possible through his word. He talks about the temple, and as we already heard, about the parts of the building being connected and how useless they are if they're not connected. And then he talks about the body of Christ and how we're all a part of that body and different parts in that body. We'll be making reference to that this morning. Talks about being a part of the family of God and being connected with Christ himself. And so there's just so many illustrations in the Bible of the importance of connection. Why would the Bible keep talking about that over and over and hitting it from every imaginable angle to get through to us? Well, God knows beyond what we know, and he knows how extremely beneficial, beneficial it is for our growth and to our spiritual journey. Extremely important. So God's plan for us is to be connected to the body of Christ. We read in Ephesians chapter 1, 22 and 23, God has put all things under the authority of Christ, 
and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church, which is the body of Christ. And the church is his body. Everybody here who knows Christ is a part of his body. It is made full and complete by Christ, who fills all things everywhere with himself. Now, in Ephesians chapter 4 and 25, in the message paraphrase, we read this. In Christ's body, we are all connected to each other. And we need to be connected to each other. <clears throat> then in Romans chapter 12, verses 4 and 5, it says this. Just as there are many parts in our bodies, don't need to talk about that. We all know the various parts of the physical body. So it is with Christ's body. Many, many, many parts. All having an important function. We are all. I just couldn't help but notice that word all. Emphasize that word all. We are all part of it. No matter what you may be thinking about yourself. No matter how you see yourself. No matter how insignificant you may think you are, you are a part, everybody here who knows Christ, a part of the body to be connected with every other part of the body. And then it goes on and says, it takes every one, not just some of us, but every one of us to make it complete. So I'm telling you, if we're just coming and going, not connected, not a part of serving, not a part of fellowship with one another, then there's something that's very incomplete in our own lives and very incomplete in the whole body of Christ that tremendously handicaps what God wants to do. So it says, to make it complete for each have di a different work to do. Each, everyone, all has a part and a work to do. I know for some of you, <clears throat> you're, this is kind of repetitious in some ways. You don't need me to keep repeating and repeating it and repeating it. But there's some people that truly don't get it. And that's the reason I just feel like it has to be driven home so we can have a thorough understanding of how truly important it is. So then it goes on and it says, so we belong, for sure, to Christ. But we belong to each other. And we each need all the others. There's that word all again. Every one of us needs all of the others. So then, and then only, we'll be reconciled. Because you see, we all have a different part to play. You know, you may think and tell yourself that you don't have much to offer. And, and uh, you, what difference is it going to make? See, God did not make clones. He made every one of us different. They tell us that even identical twins, there's things about them that are very different. So no one is the same. He needs everybody. And the church of Christ needs everybody. You know, one of the things I hope will happen and continue to happen in this church, that we'll just have from every imaginable background, people here, uh, black, white, rich, poor, young, old, uh, speaking different language. Wouldn't it be wonderful if this church looked like what heaven is going to look like when we all get to heaven. And so we all have a part and we all want to be a part of the 
body of Christ. It's just like, you know, if you, if you put a jigsaw puzzle together with all the different parts of that puzzle and had it all together except for one little piece. I mean, here you've got hundreds of pieces. One little piece is missing. What do you see when you look at that mosaic? You see the piece that is missing. And if you are not a part of the body of Christ, no matter who you think you are, who you don't think you are, you, there is something that is missing that is significant and that is important. Something is hurt when one person is not functioning as they could and should be functioning. Something is held back. Something is held down in the strength and the life and the vitality of the church. If there's any one person who is not connected the way that God intended for them to be connected. Now, I know what goes on. People say, you know, I, I'm not significant. I don't have much of a part. You know, there's a difference between prominence and significance. We, the people up here on the platform are, are prominent. Uh, I guess maybe a good way for me to illustrate it is I've got something here that is prominent. This nose does not need to be nearly as big as what it is. I could still get by without it, with it being much smaller and would even look a lot better, but it's prominent, but I could get by without such a big nose. It's not significant. You get the point, I think. And, and sometimes what is prominent is not that significant. I mean, there's a lot of things that people see on the outside that's prominent of a physical body, but what's really significant? If, I'm a, if I don't have a heart, now some people don't think I do, but if I don't have a heart, I, I, that puts me in a little bit of a handicapped position. We're, not, we're useless, we're dead, or our lungs or whatever. I mean, maybe this is not getting it across, and so we'll just keep hammering away until we get it across, but, but uh, we have... We have in our home a, a beautiful chandelier in the dining room. It's useless. Uh, I mean, it, it, it may look good, but it's not on hardly ever. And, but the light that is really significant, that's prominent. You come into that house, you'd see that. It's prominent. The light that's really significant is the one that's the, the night light that's on when you get up in the middle of the night to do whatever. Uh, that is uh, or, or for some of you, <laughs> for some of you, you know, the most significant light is the light comes on when you open the fridge door. That's really a very significant. Well, I'm telling you, everybody in this place, I'm telling you, I, I hope I can say this with conviction. I don't care what you think of yourself or what anybody else has said about you that makes you maybe feel like you're not significant. Every person here that loves Jesus can have and needs to have a place of significance in the body of Christ. I, I, um, I just think what this church, with all the ministries that are going on, what it would be like if we did not have people involved that most of you have never heard tell of. Most of you hardly even know that they're involved. And yet they are like a pillar to the place. They're the strength to the place. They're what makes this worship time that we have together and the wonderful time we have in here so significant, so helpful, so important. And that is the wonderful, faithful people 
who are in there changing diapers and dealing with your crying babies and, and, and doing all the things that they do because that is significant. Not so prominent, but significant. And so we all can have a place of significance in the wonderful body of Christ. Now, take this a step further. We cannot feel, fulfill God's purposes by ourselves. Now, I know some of you at this point don't agree with that. But if you're listening, you're not sleeping, you will agree with it before I get finished, or I don't know what will happen to you. We cannot fulfill God's purpose by ourselves. We cannot grow the way we need to grow by ourselves. We need each other. We must be connected. You see, the Bible talks about the ear and the hand and all of this. And that's a part of the body. And the hand can't do what the eye does. And the eye can't do what the ear does. And so on. We all have our place of importance in in the body of Christ. And if this hand is cut off, it's useless. It's, that's one thing. If it's out there by itself, it's useless. And so many people, really and truly, I mean, I want to be nice to you. I love you all. But if you're by yourself and you're not connected, what are you? <laughs> they said useless down here in the front. <laughs> I didn't say that. They said that. And, 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 and what's going to happen? That hand is going to be not only useless, but lifeless. It will die. And, and this is true of every part. I mean, the eye, whatever it may be, we need to be connected. We need to be apart. Now, Colossians chapter 2 and verse 19, it says this about the people who are not what they should be. And it goes on to say, and they are not connected to Christ the head of the body, for he holds the whole body together with the joints and ligaments, and I've written in here, it only grows, the Bible says it grows as God nourishes it. And so people will say sometimes, and I just hope and pray nobody's ever said that in this place, what I'm about to say, I love Jesus, but I don't need the church. You know what the Bible says about that? Be not deceived. That is a total, unadulterated, complete deception. It's kind of like saying, I like you, but your body stinks because we're the body of Christ. Or, or I, I like you, but I don't like your wife because we're the bride of Christ. And, and so we have to connect with the body of Christ. We have to connect with the bride of Christ because something is lost for the sake of the body and the purposes of God and the purpose that God has for you and something is lost in your own spiritual relationship if you're not connected. So there's no value. It's impossible to grow if we are disconnected. Now, how many people have said you wanted to change? And some have said, I would if I would have if I could have, but I couldn't, so I didn't. You know why sometimes? We're trying to do it on our own. And we can't do it 
in the spiritual sense and in the, the body of Christ. We, we need, because of changes that are so challenging to make, we need the connection that can come through each other because what comes through that connection? Encouragement comes through that connection. Not only does encouragement come, the Word of God comes. It's taught through that connection as people share different things about what God has done in their life. So you get, you're getting the Word of God by that connection. And that is strength and power to get that Word of God. You are also getting accountability. Now, that's a kind of a dirty word in some people's minds. But what I'm talking about is motivational, uplifting, encouraging, accountability. When you are accountable, it just helps you to be motivated. I got a Fitbit on my arm here. And it says, they say you're supposed to walk 10,000 steps a day. And I, I found myself doing this more, in fact, every day now, because of just the stupid Fitbit. Because it kind of holds me accountable. But it's motivational. It's enjoyable. I get satisfaction from it. And, and it helps me to be healthier because of it. And the same is true. We need that kind of condition. I'm just going to finish what I'm saying with this. I'm quite familiar with Celebrate Recovery. Celebrate Recovery is a great ministry for people who maybe are going through some kinds of challenges and addictions and what have you. There's two things about that that makes it powerful. One is the connection that each other has with each other. And the other is the connection with the Word of God and the power that there is in the Word that helps them to be motivated and, and guided and challenged and uplifted. And that could not come if they were off someplace on their own. So many have spent wasted years trying to grow and become what they knew God wanted to be on their own. And it never happened. And most of the time it never will happen unless we get connected. We're delighted this morning to have our district superintendent here and I'm going to ask him to come to the platform at this time, Dr. H.C. Wilson. Can you say it out loud so everybody can hear you? Oh, I didn't know where you were. <laughs> I would say that I would, I would declare Shirley is a satisfied customer, wouldn't you? <laughs> and so that can do it.